You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. On this day in 1986, the world of pop culture was forever changed with this now all too familiar phrase In the end, there can be only one. I'm Norman Lau, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for March 7th. 36 years ago, Thorn EMI Screen Entertainment released the now-cult phenomenon film known as Highlander, which premiered in the United States to an incredibly disappointing $2.4 million opening weekend and a paltry $12.9 million internationally for a film that cost over $19 million to make. How did this one film, in less than four decades, inspire a cult following for a franchise now consisting of five feature films, a Japanese animated feature, two television series, an animated series, and a host of novels, comic books, soundtracks, toys, home video releases, swords, and more? To start, perhaps it is the romanticism of living forever, or... Perhaps that what makes Highlander special is just a kind of magic. Highlander is the story of Russell Nash, a modern-day New York City antiques dealer who was arrested for beheading someone in the garage of Madison Square Garden. Uh, Wait a minute. Perhaps I should back this up a bit. What this story is really about is the secret war of the immortals who have walked among us since the dawn of time, living secret lives. Russell Nash being one of those secret lives. Nash is actually Connor MacLeod, a Scottish Highlander born in 1518 and killed in battle in 1536 by a mysterious dark knight who fought alongside a rival clan. At least that is what he believed. When Connor healed from his fatal wounds, he was driven from his village of Glenfinnan and was forced to roam the countryside until he was found and trained by Ramirez, a 2,400-year-old Egyptian posing as a Spaniard who reveals to Connor that they are immortal and that Connor's death and rebirth has now thrust him into the game, a battle across time with other immortals like them who seek the ultimate power of the prize. Highlander originally began as a kernel of an idea from Gregory Wyden for a screenwriting class assignment when he attended UCLA. Wyden was hugely inspired by Ridley Scott's 1977 film The Duelists, a story of two soldiers who engaged in a series of duels over several years. Combined with a memorable trip to Scotland and the Tower of London, where after pouring through rooms filled with arms, armor, and antiquities, where Wyden thought, what if you owned all this and lived long enough to give someone a tour of your life through it? These elements are originally how Highlander came to be at the start. After selling his initial draft of the script for $200,000, Wyden's pitch, originally titled Shadow Clan, became the backbone of a script that endured a fair amount of significant changes, as his original vision for the story was much darker and grittier than what was portrayed in the 1986 film. In Wyden's story, immortals were in fact nigh unkillable, but still suffered the grave side effects of fatal mortal wounds. 
Most notably, however, in Wyden's concept is that immortals could have children, and in one treatment, Connor fathered many, and in turn buried all of them, perhaps later influencing the concept of the curse of immortality. After 36 years and a franchise that has only grown in love and popularity, and now with the reboot becoming even more of a reality with the Man of Steel's and the Witcher's Henry Cavill on board Chad Stelhesky's project, Highlander has achieved its own level of immortality. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for March 7th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.